job of a bouncer. Did you ever bounce anywhere? Yeah. Not you, motherfucker. <clears throat> I did security. You never bounced. But it wasn't bouncing. I was ready to bounce if shit went down. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's ready to bounce. Are we, are we rolling? Are we hot? Yeah. The one thing that I remember from security guard school was they told me to observe and report. <laughs> that was it. They actually told me that if I hit anybody or if I got involved with anything, that charges would be pressed against me. It's usually how it goes. Uh, you're never supposed to be the one who initiates. Occasionally you will be. I, You know what's crazy? I can say I never once was the one who initiated contact, and I'm proud of myself for that. Had I escalated situations, I will not deny nor confirm. <laughs> but I will sit here and confirm I have never physically been the first one to put hands on someone unless it was dragging somebody out i never physically struck someone only time like i struck someone is if they attempted to strike me first how many places have you bounced in <sighs> honest to god maybe six or seven not that many not a lot of places the one thing i'll say my brother taught me when i got into bouncing when he brought me in was don't do it everywhere don't do it for everyone and if you don't feel comfortable or know the place you're going to, then don't go. Some good brotherly advice right there. He had already been in the game for a few years, you know? He was doing that shit with, uh, with Gil, right? Uh, with Gil, with a few people, with T, you know, with his other people before that. He started it, but, you know, he, he's the one who brought Gil into bouncing. Did you bounce at the Rivington? Uh, which one? There was a spot where we did the uh, the music video for... Want you now? No, I never, never, never there, never there. That's what that place was called. Uh, right? That the was Rivington. called. Uh, nah, that was um, that was the red, the red Velvet Lounge. Oh, the Red Velvet. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, where we shot the video. And I did the walking and everything with you guys. We had fun. Hell yeah. On the early shots, and then you guys were back there doing all the other shit. I'm like, I don't want to be around all that shit. <laughs> and this nigga had let us in. Gil had set the whole shit up. And, you know, this has nothing to do with bouncing, but he set the whole shit up. So, you know, me and Nook had to, we put, you know, we produced it. So we put the money up for the spot as producers for the video to be shot. And uh, I was up front at the bar with this nigga. And it was a girl we used to work with. He told her to just come over, chill, and just act like a bartender. And he would pay her, like, we tip. And she just kept feeding me shots and feeding me drinks, bro. <laughs> and that's why that end of that video <laughs> went the way it did. We don't fuck it. We don't fuck it. Yo, you just see some. It was uh, we're not gonna say who it was, but she got really scared. Yo, like she jumped, and I felt like such a piece of. You. Like when you pointed it out to me, like I said, "Nigga, just drinking. What do you want from me?" <laughs> and you was bouncing at that time. I was that was I was out hurt at that time, but I was already I was in my bouncing at that time. Did you get hurt bouncing? Yes. So what happened? Uh, dumbass girl. I'm going to say this dumbass girl uh, who had gotten beat up by a boyfriend. It was the end of the night. I was, uh, Jeff Jeff knows what I'm saying. End of the night, I was in deposits getting the, uh, getting the bags to do, uh, do, do the kiosks and uh, everything we had to do for walk out at the end of the night, get that set up because we were getting close to the end of the night. So I had all the guys inside. Um, and this is when me and my dad split, you know, supervisor duties. Um, and I was getting that stuff ready. And I hear a call 
on the radio, I hear, yo, like, she's getting choked by a boyfriend. We need security over here. And, like, she broke away. And he's like, yo, she, like, I heard it on the radio. She's running away. She's running away. And I hear Mr. Taylor. She's headed towards you. And I'm like, all right, I'm headed that way. She doesn't go to him where she was going. She came into the, the, the dining room towards me. And she's like, hey, ma'am. I was like, ma'am, slow down. Just stop. Security will help you. Which I heard they had a call. Obviously, you're running. Runs right past me. Runs away from me. Runs around me. Comes in. Comes around through the service bar area and then goes behind the service bar in between the uh, the viewpoint bar. Jeff knows everything I'm saying. He knows the whole layout of the area. Um, and she's there. I'm like, all right, ma'am, you can't be there. The floor is wet and everything. I'm not noticing this. I'm in my regular work shoes. I'm going to coax out. At this point, she had already ran past me, Vella, my dad. She's down there. She's saying, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. No, I'm not going. I'm not coming out. I'm like, all right, ma'am, we're going to get the cops. Just you can't be here. You can't be where you are right now. We're going to take you somewhere else. Away and cops coming. As I went from like it went from regular tiles like this to ceramic tiles, which was soaking wet. Mm. And the second my foot hit the <laughs> and like like while my foot was going, I felt it and I stuck my hands out and caught myself and I felt something just that ripped the alignment and set me on the uh the quest. <laughs> <laughs> the life. I went on a life quest after that. You know how yeah, dark of a place I was in after that. I'll say that sent me on a life quest. That that slip sent me on a life quest. I think I'm still on right now. And I I was 25 when it happened. January 21st, my mother's birthday, 2012. That happened. I God slept damn. on a wet floor. 25 years old. I'm 33 years old, and my back still ain't right. It'll never be right again. How many times have you fought? bouncing physically for it like throwing blows or like dragging people out let's do both dragging people out more times than i care to count physically blows maybe 10 like nba melees nba melees about three <laughs> <laughs> nba melees about three or four <laughs> one of them you know of the night before uh, lorenzo's baby shower for dylan uh, that shit was the all out. That was that is the that is the story we still talk about. Dylan's ten years old. We still talk about that to this day, and it was just such a fucking. Were you there for that one? When uh, when this dude threw the garbage can, he wasn't there for that. Easter, which e which Easter? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't think I was there for that one. Nah, I wasn't there for that one. I wasn't that 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 might have been when I was out hurt. I wasn't there for that one. It it, it takes a Yo, certain bro, type of person. We uh to do that shit. Bro. Like there was like we got into some like there was some times, man, where it was like, "Yo." And you know, a lot of the time, man, you know, the job of a bouncer it's not a fun job, man. A lot of people think we have fun. You're having fun. It's not fun, man. I don't want to be around this. And that's why I don't like being around it now, bro. Like, I spent from, I started bouncing when I was 20 to 31 doing that shit. 11 years minus the time I was out hurt. About two years. So, what you do now, you don't really have to get physical with people? Nope. Not at all. Maybe stand in between someone who's being a douchebag and let them know you're not going to do that. Please leave while cops will be cold, you know, <laughs> and they realize where they are and now leave. And usually there's a beat cop somewhere around for us to get really fast there. So 
Yeah, that area is flooded, bro. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just um, it, it's a it's it's a, it's a thankless job. You're easily replaceable. Uh, I I love to say any moron can do it. it. It's not the people like to make it. There are a lot of people, and the thing is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm being honest. Like people make it. There are people oh, who make it harder shit. than it needs to be. More difficult. There are people who come in with a grudge on their shoulder, other problems, and take it out there. You know, and those people are like that. Those are like bad people to work with because they're gonna like get you into some shit for no reason. Uh, <laughs> it's it, honestly the best I can say is it's the, the job of a bouncer is a thankless job, man. Dealing with the drunk people, dealing with the people who like emotional. You you'll be caught up in every type of situation: a family dispute, a domestic dispute, a dispute between friends, a drunken dispute between lovers. Like like you'll get caught up in everything. Someone cheating and getting caught. Like you will see, you will literally see everything. What, like, what's the percentage of would would you say? Do like bouncers get hurt on the job? On the job, not like slipping on a ceramic floor, like getting poked up, getting like knocked out. Because I've seen some videos, and on World Star, they got both spectrums. You got. Bouncers getting fucked up and bouncers doing the fucking. <laughs> I've that's a tough one, man. It, it depends where you're at, man. I've heard of some people like who guys have gotten who they work with got stabbed or got, you know, in, in a little scuffle, got poked. They didn't know, know how. Uh, I've heard of it happen. It's, 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 it's rare, but it does happen. Uh, then and usually I feel like when you see these things, you do see these in other cities, man, where I think people underestimate the size, like crowds. Um, and I think in other cities, there's a lot more, the smaller pockets, more people have more to prove to each other. Yeah. There's, there's more likelihood of crossover in smaller areas uh, for, you know, more more problems. And people, I think they frequently underestimate these with events uh, and stuff of that magnitude. And, you know, that's why you see these unfortunate videos. If I had to say a number, I would put it between... Three and six, seven percent, maybe. I feel like that's pretty high. Yearly? Nah, I don't know if I'd say yearly. It varies, but I'd say, I'd say that's a, f- a fair set. Cause I, I say I've worked. I've like I said, I've done this. I was, I was, I was really twenty when I started this. Got out of it around thirty-one. Um, I never had that happen with anybody I work with. Nobody ever got. Knocked out. I seen a couple niggas take some shots. I seen niggas not pay attention and get slugged in the head with fucking, you know, purses and tell me, I don't know who's in that fucking purse. Little <laughs> brick in that shit. <laughs> well, nigga, you got a shiner. Pay the fuck attention. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> Yo, we. The elevator. Nah, you, you never wanted to get on the elevator. But you definitely never wanted to get on the service elevator. If we took you out the service exit, oof, forget about There's it. A few punches thrown where no security cameras are. But don't leave no leave, leave no visible marks. <laughs> you had the cops tell us that. Just make sure you don't hit them. We can see it. What's the worst kind of place to bounce at? It depends, man. It depends. 
It, 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 it depends mostly on the crowd and the clientele. It depends on the venue. Depends on how many people are with you, the crowd and the clientele. You've ever had like some old upscale dude, like some some high roller, try to talk down to you like you're a fucking jabroni? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yo, one of my, uh, I'll tell you like this. One of my first times uh, working the door by myself uh, when I was down on, on 40 Deuce. Uh, they left me there. They're like, yeah, hey, you're moving up. We want to see how you work the door alone, you know, towards the end of the night. I like, we're going to leave you up there with the you know, person for a little while, you know. See how it goes. This person walks away for a second. I'm like, I'm cool. I can check ideas. Yeah, I'm good. Money. Yeah, go do what you got to do. A couple people come in. Guy comes up. Older, older black guy. Excuse me, sir. I just need to see your ID, please. I ain't sure you know ID. <laughs> sir, just, you know, policy here. You have to check IDs. Everyone has to be 20. I'm clearly over 21. Now, let me finish the pol- what I have to say. Like, you know, listen. I just have to see ID. I'm not sure you know ID, so you're not coming in then. Like, now it's past that. And by myself one of the first times I'm up there so he takes his ID out and I was like he goes to reach for it he's like thank you and he doesn't take it out he's just, he like he leaves it like this I was like I need to see your ID he's like holding it like this his wallet <laughs> I was like sir can you please take it out he's like I ain't taking it out I was like I need to see your ID so he lifts up his wallet and he takes it and goes in my face like this and I don't know how much of this they saw but apparently they saw him do the up to that part and when he reached for his wallet and put it in my face Slap this wallet down the fucking escalator, bro. And I was going for him and Lorenzo and T came up and grabbed me, bro. Like, I was about to rip this fucking dude's head off. Like, yo, who the fuck you think you're talking to, bro? And then yeah. that guy, and that, they grabbed me. This motherfucker, you backing down from me. I was, I was, um, yo, even, like I said, I was 20. You remember how lanky I was? I didn't really have weight on me at that time. <laughs> Nigga, I'm 20 years old, braids, no facial hair, baby face, still glasses, and you were backing away from me until these fuckers grabbed me, bro. And then he wanted to come up and try to like start causing scene. It's like motherfucker, I will rip your face off, bro. Like this motherfucker, <laughs> put it up to my face, I slap that shit down the escalator, bro. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? That was at um, that was on 42nd Street. Yeah. That's just, yeah, yo, but that one was always like one of that's one of the funny ones we always talk about, bro. Because yeah, son held it right, like he put it up. And I knew he was gonna try to hold it to my face. And I just wasn't with it. My hand, it's like a reflex action, bro. It's like, and to this, I, I don't know why. If people know what my face when I was like, I need you to take it out your wallet. I don't know what that that has never happened to me again. It happened that one time, and no one ever tried that again. Yeah, because you put on weight. And you grew out a beard. <laughs> <laughs> nah, even before I grew a beard, bro. I remember before I grew a beard, and I still would have to, when they would make me uh, doing that shit no on more. Fridays and Saturday nights, when they would make me and my dad swap out at the yeah. door. I hated doing the door. And they would make me and my dad swap out because uh, they said because I was friendly. And my dad was too like was too mean and by the book. And they knew that I would do what the managers wanted to bend the rules sometimes. He's and mean. <laughs> These mother, yo, I fucking hated dealing with some of that shit, bro. Like I was, just, I hated going up there, bro. Like I hated when you, having, if, when you confiscate someone's ID. Have they ever tried to snatch it out of your hand? Not, hell no, a fake ID. <laughs> I usually skip. I usually put. I, first off, I never confiscate ID unless it was fake. And when I did, I put the fear of God in them. And I, I bring up the. I was like, listen, you if you want to keep disputing this? Here's how we can do this. You can admit it's fake now, walk away. <laughs> Or you can go downstairs, get an officer, bring him up here. We can all discuss it. One of three things are going to happen. They're going to let me keep it. They're going to keep it and arrest you. Or they're going to give it back to you until you get away. Two out of three. Roll your dice. Roll the dice. Go get an officer. Tell them I kept your fake idea. What they do? They usually walk away. They could get their money back <laughs> if they go to the cops. 
Yo, bro, like, like, yo, the, the people would argue with me and then tell us, like, yo, like, I know it's a fake, bro. Like, I'm not letting you in. I'm not giving it back either. Because, like, if you get a fake ID, like, you're liable. If you know that's a fake and they go somewhere else and do something stupid and get happened, they come down the line. If you let them out knowing it was a fake, you're liable. And, like, it was, like, it was, just, like, it's, it's crazy. What is it like having a brawl with people and your families with you? Different, man. That shit is because that and that big brawl, man, and that and that big brawl and the big brawl we had. Um, I was still working with my brother at the time. He was pulling double duty before he gave up security there for a short while. Um, and he uh, he uh, he fucking uh, like like I I, like I got sucker punched in the middle of all that shit. Like I caught a clean like sucker punch out of nowhere. I have like there's so many people like I'm dealing with one situation. Like I mean like how you see it in the movies like like Chris Tucker and Rush Hour like. Who just hit me? <laughs> like like that. Like I just caught a clean one, knocked my glasses off and everything. Uh when I caught the kid, my brother saw me and the kid fighting on the elevator on the on the escalator struggling. Like his hand came over my head and you know how big Lorenzo's hand is. His hand's yeah. close <laughs> to a paw. His hand came over my head and I felt the air and heard the woof. And he like caught the kid like with this part of his fist coming down, like this coming down on his face. And I had the kid, and I, like I felt his body, like just go limp in my hands, like he was out, like he was out there, like it was like contact, like you're, and he was out right there. But in the process of all this, this is before my dad came up to work with us. This is spilling downstairs. He knows we're up here. He got into downstairs as I'm on escalator. I saw that man. I saw like my dad on his knees, and some people trying to jump on him. My dad like pushing him off, flailing him off, and I just came down escalators. I had already seen. Uh, the lieutenant had sprayed the mace. I saw him with the can going like this down the escalator. I saw T go through it. He was still down. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going too, man. We, this is where it's at. We got to go, gang. Like, team first. I about to say gang first. Like, we didn't gang, but team first. And I was down there. Went right through the mace cloud, bro. And, yo, like, niggas was on my pops. Like, I just jumped right on his back. <laughs> UFC in the back of his head, bro. Like, I was UFC in the back of his head and his neck, bro. Like, to get him off my pops. And when he did... Right to the next one, like and like we was there, like they put they, like, they were this close to putting me and Seth in cuffs. They had Seth in cuffs before when the sergeants came up and yelled at them like, "What the fuck are you doing? He works here, like take him off." And they had me like over there, like about to start, and they're like him too. And then they told God us to go upstairs. Damn. But the fucked up shit is, and after all of the end of that melee destruction, everything like this spilled from the third floor down to the lobby on Forty Second Street, everything. And had a movie letting out everything. End of this. All of this. Everything. At the end of it. About 40 minutes later. The mace is finally taking effect. Adrenaline's worn off. Like my eyes are bloodshot red. I'm tearing up because of that. I'm still angry as fuck. My hands are shaking. We talking to cops. These niggas who tried to arrest me and anything. And guess who I see who's coming down out of the movie theater and that whole shit. And he comes to check on me. Oh. Fucking Craig and Sunni. Wow. Nigga, I lost it, bro. Like, he's like, nigga, what's wrong with you? What happened? Why was cops here? I'm good. I'm good, nigga. I'm good, nigga. I'm good, nigga. I'm good, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, every day, yeah. it all hit me at once, nigga. <laughs> but I'll never forget one of the few good gestures they ever gave me there. 
uh, the GM and one of the people I do still respect. And funny, I saw him at my show, like my last show before it closed, like a week before it closed. Uh, the GM at the time took me into the back and he handed me 200, like 200 cash for my glasses because I didn't find my glasses. And he just took me in the back, him and the AGM at the time. He was like, yo, you find your glasses? I was like, nah. I was like, he reached in his pocket, handed me 200 cash. Like, yo, go get new glasses tomorrow. Just like Shit. that. It's like go wash your face, go take care of that man shit. Like yo, like that shit was like we went through some shit, man. Like I wish we had my brother around more. Like like we, I, I want to get some of the guys to do this shit. So like some of the people we worked with and really went through it, we man. Can do a so part you can two. know. But like that shit was like part two coming soon. Yeah, man. Part two coming soon, man. You already know where you guys get everything, Bud and Roach related, man. At Bud and Roach. And you can find everything at, at BudandRoach.com. Because we do the fucking you hurt. the fucking you hurt. <laughs> we missed that shit for twice already, bro. Nah, those are a bit more respectful episodes. <laughs>